Blog Talk Radio. You're a mystical man. Lead us through sacred land. In the magic, the magic of life. You're a shaman that leads other people to Open to receive the magic like Good morning, everyone, and thank you for spending your Sunday morning with us and taking a few minutes to just be, and I want you to just get present. Get present with the right here, right now, because that is the only place that we have power. It is the only place that we can actually create the change that we're looking for. You know, and yesterday I was just thinking, you know, where I, I got up and sometimes I'm so connected to the world that I get up feeling the sorrow and the pain of the entire world. And it overwhelms me to feel so vulnerable with such powerful energy. And yet at the same time, and I know many of you probably have felt the same way, and yet, and yet at the same time, I have to recognize that in order to be part of the solution and not the problem, that I can't give into that. I can't give into it and, and find myself depressed or find myself lost in those emotions, but, but to connect with love. And, and, and in order to be part of the, the solution is to love because it changes me, not because I have to. And when I do that, I help become part of the transmutation of the world, and it always brings me to to um, a, a prayer that that I that I absolutely love, and I'm going to read this just as, as we kind of get settled into this 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 30 minutes of time that we have together, and then I'm going to bring this incredible, wonderful guest on to, to help us understand that connection and that understanding and that awareness that is needed. For us to experience life, many of us don't even experience life. We just walk through it. So the prayer is the prayer of um, St. Francis of Assisi. Lord, make me an instrument of thy peace. Where there is hatred, I may bring love. Where there is wrong, that I may bring the spirit of forgiveness. That where there is discord, that I may bring harmony. Where there is error, I bring truth. Where there is doubt, I bring faith. Where there is despair, I bring hope. Where there are shadows, I bring light. Where there is sadness, I bring joy. Grant me that I may seek rather than comfort. Then uh, grant me that I may. <laughs> I should drink more coffee. Grant, Lord, grant that I may seek rather than to comfort than to be comforted, to understand than to be understood, to love than to be loved. For it is by self-forgetting that one finds. It is by forgiving that one is forgiven. And it is by dying that one awakens to eternal life. Just kind of take that in. Take a deep breath and exhale. And know that all is well and all is good in this universe. And I, I can't tell you how excited I am to be back on the air. And, and I was just sharing this with our guest. Standing in my truth. Standing in the light of the gift that I was given, the gift 
of life, which means that all the trials and tribulations and all the isms that I have and all the things that, that seem to make me different don't make me different at all. They make me just like you and you like me. And so with that, I want to introduce you to this powerful, powerful, powerful woman. Her name is Valerie Shepard, and she's a catastrophic stroke survivor. And she's going to tell us a little bit about that. An inspirational speaker, a published author, a university lecturer, a certified laughter yoga instructor. I love that. A founding member of the EBC, the Evolutionary Business Council, and a member of a multi-award-winning professional improv comedy troupe. Boy, I just love this. She's a co-author and featured transformational teacher in the national bestseller, Everything is Subject to Change, and has been published in award-winning 1111TM magazine, and is also featured as a luminary on InspireMeToday.com. On June 8th, this is what we're going to talk about today. Valerie's releasing her book, Living Happy to Be Me, Dancing Your Soul to Light Style, which teaches life mastery skills and spiritual wisdom, featuring her four-step happy to be me process. Folks, we're we're going to have a blast. Welcome to the show, Valerie. Hi, Daniel. <laughs> yes, we are going to have a blast. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. And I want to add that you're also one of the things that I, I admire about you is that um, you're a recovering corporate ite. <laughs> I don't know if I said that right. But, you know, you know, we both have worked in corporate. We both have these incredible uh, accolades and whatever and, and found our, our way to unhappiness. Uh, and, yeah. and it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with corporate folks. I'm just saying that. that yeah. We are human first and then everything else. So, Valerie, let's just jump into this. Tell me a little bit about yourself, but tell me why you're so passionate today in, you know, in, in living and, and helping others to be happy. Yes, yes. Thank you, Daniel. And, yes, I am. I, said, I have said for years since I got off the corporate path that I'm a recovering corporate executive on radical sabbatical. There you and go. I, there you go. I love that. Yep. <laughs> I actually tried to get that URL for a while, but no go. It's a it's a adventure <laughs> company. But anyway, um, uh, the radical sabbatical has pretty much involved a fairly complete personal transformation. And the whole idea was that, in addition to being successful and prosperous, that I could be wildly happy and deeply fulfilled. And um, as you mentioned, I got to a place where. I was very successful and made money, but I was very stressed. I was overwhelmed. I was unhappy. I was unhappy with my life. I was unhappy with who I was being in my life. I was unhappy with my ideas about what it would take to have the life I wanted, which was not the things I wanted to be known for to do. And I didn't know how to do it another way. And and importantly for me, I thought all the trouble was outside me. I was very much into the, you know, I'm a victim of the world and why is the world treating me this way? And I've been a, you know, I used to, I used to hear my inner self say, I've been a good girl. Like, why don't I have good girl, good girl stuff? And, uh, and, um, you know, now I know much better. And as I've started and gone much deeper into embodying what I know, what I share in my book, everything's gotten easier and better and, and I'm sharing it on purpose 
to help others experience what that's like. And basically it's about, I kind of think it's the same quest that you're on. Let's bring more peace and love and joy and awakening to the planet. You know what? I, I, it's 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 doing all of those things, and 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 for those of you that happen to be in that corporate rat race, and and it is what it is. <laughs> you know, right. um, I I try to encourage people to. Some people are called to be there. You and I were right. not, but we're called to go back. Right, we're yeah. called to go back, yeah. which is why you you have this wonderful book coming out to teach people that 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 some people are, are called to be there. It and, and and for those of you that are probably resonating with what Valerie just said or anything has been said so far, I can take you out of the corporate situation, but you're still you. The corporation is not the problem. It's you. That's the truth. Right? Yes, it's yes, them. Yes, it's yes. me. I you. Mean, Confucius said, "Wherever you go, there you are." And there you I is. use that quote a lot because <laughs> it was true for me. And, you know, a couple of wise people did tell me when I was when I was doing different things in corporate America, moving and different things. They're like, no, you're going. You're still going. And I really didn't get the, the true deepest meaning of that. But, yes, where, where I go, there's one common denominator. I'm taking my consciousness with me. And by consciousness, I mean kind of, you know, that inner truth that we use to express ourselves and if that's off and mine was, then it's, you know, what you're expressing is, is what you're going to create and what you're going to create is going to be off, off kilter too. Yes. Yes. I love that. You're right. Confucius did say that there we are. I mean, no matter what, no matter what. So it's, it's, you know, it's funny because people complain about their jobs and I got to tell you, you made a deal, you made a deal with that company. And you signed mm-hmm. a contract that says you would work for the money they're paying you. <laughs> so right. it's not the company. It's not the company, right? So I don't want to get too far. Listen, something happened to you that was catastrophic a year ago. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Because today, it, Daniel. Oh, my gosh. Today. Oh, I just got chills. Oh, year, t- Tell them what happened because this is something that – I mean, your recovery has been amazing, and I know it's 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 a it's a testament to your faith and your testament to your really clear understanding of yourself. But tell us what happened. Yes, a year ago today, um, it was a little. It's eight o'clock in the Pacific zone, but it, so it was a little bit later than this. It was about two thirty in the afternoon Pacific, and I was at the University of California, Irvine. I teach there, and I speak there. And um, I was doing a workshop, uh, leadership. You know, the, it was it was about the heart-centered leader, and it was a leadership workshop for the Center for Educational Partnerships. And in the middle of one of the breakouts, we were just debriefing a breakout on on the aspects of um, debilitating leadership, disempowering leadership versus empowering leadership. And I was, as I was backing up to the front of the room, um, I, my right foot stopped moving. Only I didn't know it, was, it had stopped moving. I thought it just got stuck in some cords or something. And long story short, um, I was having a stroke. A brain, a blood vessel had burst in my brain, and it mm. was starting to fill up with blood. And it was just pretty crazy. After that, for a while, they called nine one one. People said, "Are you okay?" And I. I kept talking. I was still teaching. I was trying to figure out what what was going on. And uh, then I started to fall. 
and people at one of the tables, it was there were round tables in the room, um, kind of grabbed me and they got me into a chair. So thank God I'd never like banged my head on the floor, which would have just made that even worse. But that started a, this one-year journey that I've been on of um, healing physiologically and going deeper into embodiment of the principles that I teach. It's been the most beautiful experience that I can imagine. It's, it's really been amazing. You know, I, I, oh, I can't tell you how much I just got chills again. What you just said, and I want people, I want you to hear what she said. She said it was a blessing. She's not playing victim. She's not playing oh, poor me. Look what happened. You know, how am I going to recover? I was just sharing this with someone the other day, Valerie, that the things that we have, and I said that in the beginning of the show, the things that we have, the things that happen for us, the things that the, the illnesses, the, the isms, the, the drug and alcohol abuse, the whatever it may be that you get, whatever it is that your, your experience on this human journey brings to you is a blessing, and why is it a blessing? Because some of you are going, oh, oh, no, no, you can't tell me this, this cancer is a blessing. People who experience pain, sorrow, misunderstanding, the, the, the deep human journey of these ailments that forces us to go inward, it forces us to, to find that connection to a higher power, to God, to the universe, to the creator, whatever you call it. And when we do that, we transmute, like the caterpillar does, turn into a beautiful butterfly, into something we never could have imagined because we are tested beyond measure. Don't you find that, Valerie, to be true I mean, with, with what you went through? I mean, kind of a, a test of your resolve? It really was. I mean, I, I think that I was living the principles I teach. But I think I was going up to a point that I couldn't even see that I'd kind of stopped or I wasn't able to go beyond. And I believe that the stroke came from my soul, that it was a it was ordained as not a way to, to like keep me down or hold me back or or right. test a test if I was gonna keep going, but a way, a vehicle through which I could talk what I'm talking about but at a deeper level and at a level, mm. you know, people, I'm amazed at how many people are touched by stroke. I mean, honestly, I'm too, I quote unquote, I'm too young to have had a stroke. <laughs> so funny. Mm. And um, <laughs> so it, it wasn't, in, it wasn't in my, it wasn't in my sight, you know, Daniel, I, right. don't, I don't think when I thought about things I was worried about, it was a car accident. I didn't right, really worry, right. about, you know, about cancer. I worried about, um, potentially a heart attack or something like that. I just did not, it was not in my, in my sight. It was just not. And then, so for this to happen, and I didn't know it was a stroke when it was happening. Believe me. I think other people in the room, somebody asked me, I don't remember this. They told me this after the fact. They, somebody asked me to raise my right hand and I don't think I could raise it. I don't remember. um, But that's, I think other people got it little idea that I was having a stroke and I had no idea. And um, it was, it, I went into a coma. I remember getting to the hospital. I don't remember the ambulance. I remember them cutting my clothes off or my shirt off and that was it. And then I guess four days later I woke up again. And, um, you know, I really feel, I must say this, 
I feel like I have lived a charmed life, like my whole life. And I, I say this because I feel like um, we have blessings and miracles happening all around us all the time, 24-7, 365. And the question is, are we willing to change our perspective in order yes. to see them, to allow them to receive them and to heal from them? And so fortunately for me, I, I already knew there was some charm in my life, I, you know, beautiful synchronicities that I knew unequivocally were the divine expressing for me. Um, but I also felt like they were kind of short-lived, you know, that, I mean, I mean, starting way at the beginning from moving every 16 months as a Marine Corps brat to experiencing what I perceived were racially motivated roadblocks in my personal life and my career, um, and, and the stroke is another one, but fortunately my perspective has changed so radically that the, the stroke is, is just a part of this beautiful thing of my life that is continuing to unfold, thank goodness. And um, I would say the biggest learning for me in all of this has been compassion. And um, mm. first, and, first and foremost for myself, which I really, really wasn't good at, um, and then also for others. Um, I, I, I really believe that we are all on these amazing journeys, and they're not what they appear to be. You know, I was positive, <laughs> positive. The journey of life is about success and achievement and visibility and power and influence. And uh, that's what we're taught. And I now really believe it's about self-awareness, self-acceptance, and self-love. It's about compassion and tolerance. It's about creating harmony. And um, I really do feel like whatever my ups and downs have been along the way and whatever anybody's ups and downs are along the way, um, getting into those three energies, self-awareness, self-acceptance, and self-love is really what the call is. And as we each do that on our own, we just ripple effect love and compassion and light and um, beauty into the world. Mm. You know, there's a, a writer, a Buddhist monk. I think she lives up in Santa Barbara area. Her name is Sherry Huber. And um, she wrote a book called That Which You Seek is Causing You to Seek. And in her book, she says, joy is not the trophy husband, trophy wife, trophy job, trophy car, whatever it is that you want to put in there. The true joy is compassion turned inward, the end of struggle and the end of competition with self. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man, that is powerful. I love Sherry, and we're going to go on to your book. Sherry uh, wrote a book, and it's handwritten because they told her she couldn't. <laughs> wow. And it's a great book. I mean, please pick it up. But anyway, talking about great books, on June 8th, Valerie is releasing her book, her new book, Living Happy to Be Me, Dancing Your Soul Lifestyle, which teaches uh, life mastery skills and spiritual wisdom, and featuring her first step, Happy to Be Me process. Tell us about that. And, folks, let me give you the website real quick. Uh, go to www.happytobeme.net and order her book because this is going to be something you want to put in your library. Tell us about it, Valerie. Thank you. It's uh, been it's the culmination of a multi-year journey. I guess I started the journey of writing the book in 2009 probably is the earliest. And, you know, originally, Daniel, this book, 
uh, what has had turned into this book started as one of those little free reports. You know, 30 ways in 30 days to have more peace, love, joy, and freedom is what mm. it was originally supposed to be. And um, the more I spent time with it, the more I could feel it calling to me to evolve. You know, it's interesting to say that the book is calling, but I really do feel like it was the consciousness of the book wanted to be more than this little little free report. And mm-hmm. um I created the four-step process, which is really a kind of an amalgam or a distillation of the various things that I've done on my own journey to freedom and peace and love and joy and self-compassion. And and from those things, the greatest happiness has evolved, erupted within me. It's been there all along. It was mm-hmm. just I was unable I was unable to feel it and to express it because of the things that I help people do in the book help them release the things that are actually obscuring their ability to connect to that space. And um, it's just been a wonderful journey, and I'm so excited to be this close. Like, it's three days away. Hallelujah. I know. I know. I love it. It's so exciting. And this book is, you know, what I like about, I read a little bit about your book and, and obviously a little bit um, that this book, a lot of times books are written for a certain genre. This book is, if you're 15 years and old and up, this, yeah. is, this is for everybody, right? I mean, I love that. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's really, I didn't really originally set out to do that. But what's happened in the last couple of years is uh, through a project I was working on called Rock Life and some other stuff at the University of California, Irvine, I got really clear on how much hurting is happening in the age group of 17 to 25, that there mm. is a lot of untreated depression. There is a lot of anxiety disorder. There is, um, I mean, suicide is the number two cause of death on college campuses. I mean, just what, Last week at UCLA, there was a murder-suicide. Yes. And it's just, it's amazing to me how much, I mean, not that I, I don't know all the details of that one, and I'm not necessarily holding it up as an example, but I, there's, it's just, as, a, as a, pr- a professor on a college campus, students were connecting with me for office hours. I, th- I was teaching a marketing class when this first started, this campus initiative, and when students would connect with me, they weren't asking me about marketing. They would set up office hours and they would talk to me about what else I did in the world because, you know, they're pretty good at finding out stuff online. Yep. So they had, re- <laughs> yeah, they they had, re- <laughs> they had researched me and so they found my little bio on the marketing website at the Palmerah School of Business, but they found out a lot more. And so they would ask me, so you teach meditation, will you teach us? So you do this, will you show me? And so I'm having trouble my, with my parents. I want to change my major because I hate, I don't want to be a doctor anymore, and they're not interested in hearing me talk about wanting to be an artist. How, what do I do? And so the more <laughs> that I open myself up to hear their pain and their struggles, which is, is hard, Daniel, to hear a 19-year-old talking to you about deep pain and struggle. It's Mm-hmm. Very hard, very hard, and um, it really touched my heart. And I shifted and said, "Okay, well, I gotta go there." You know how you 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 talked about at the beginning, you know, both of us being called to go back to corporate America and sh- mm-hmm. shed the light, like share some light. And I just felt like, okay, these these young 
people need some help, and I'm happy to go. I mean, everybody, it, I won't be for everybody, but there will be some that I can take into this glorious um, experience of living happy to be me. And so I pitched the class to the vice chancellor of student affairs, and he gave it a thumbs up. And here we are. A year later, I've, there have been four quarters of the class, and we have renewed, we're renewing the contract, and we're, I wow. teach a class called Living 101, Being Happy and Whole. And so, yeah, it's, um, it's the most um, rewarding, the most magical, the most expansive, the most magnificent thing I've ever done, and I'm so grateful to still be here doing it. You know, it goes back to the, the reason why I have the show, Go Within or Go Without. You got to mm-hmm. go within and find your truth, folks. You got to find mm-hmm. your truth, and you got to be willing to stand in that truth. And and no matter what, and we talked about this before the show, we were talking about standing in our truth because you're you're absolutely right, Valerie. Whatever tribe is supposed to listen will listen, but the but the downside if you don't stand in your truth is how many people will continue to stay lost because they came here waiting for you. Hallelujah. To stand in your truth, right? Woo! Man, I got Woo! chills. Folks, and speak. Oh <laughs> that was so magnificent. I'm like, hallelujah, amen. We're going to be morning. Hey, hey, it's Sunday morning. <laughs> we can right. go there. Right. So, yeah, so speaking of children, I'm, uh, next next week, folks, I have Beth Donnelly and, and Dagny Grant who work with uh, – writing children's books and and we're going to talk about children and spirituality and why it's important um to 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 really pay attention to that and to recognize that you know at the end of the day uh when when our children i say children when young people get into their 20s or or in 18 whenever they're going to university it's tough it's tough then if they have no tools it's tough and i and i know uh that you're absolutely right um Valerie there are a lot of people out there hurting and a lot of people out there lost. And the world is sick and tired of being sick and tired, which is why I love the millennials, because they're forcing change in our world. They're forcing change in our corporate lives. They're changing because they are saying, I want balance in my life. And at the end of the day, if if all you have is, you know, um, a bunch of money in the bank when you leave this earth, then I will promise you, you are doomed to repeat it until you get what the message was for you in the first place, which is why I love this book, Living Happy to Be Me. Folks, I want you to go out and get this book. You can pre-order it. Um, uh, go to her website, happytobeme.net. Um, this, this is a book on living 101, being happy yeah. and whole in partnership, right? So we just got a few minutes. you want to give us a little nugget here before we go? Yes. My my nugget, and I'm not sure this is very original, but it's still my nugget. (laughs) All right. That that your life is happening for you, not to you. There Mm -hmm. are ways that your life is calling to you to expand into a magnificent version of you, the most magnificent, the part of you that is bringing forth the divine in every moment, in every breath you take, every word you utter, every thought you have, every feeling you express can be more divine than it is today. And that's the, the essence, the center of living happy to be me. 
is, is going deeply into your magnificent essence, that part of you that is from the divine, of the divine, image and likeness, and always has been. And to leverage that, use that, live through that, to explore and, and experience the most magnificent life you can imagine. I love that, Valerie. Uh, it has been such a pleasure to have you on the air today. And um, we'll have to have you back and see how your book is doing. Folks, again, please support her book, Happy to Be Me, at happytobeme.net. Um, also, we're almost to 100 on our radio show. We need 100 followers in order to get so that I can apply for iHeartRadio, which will give me access again to the, the global, uh, to have a global show. Uh, this is global, but I want to go bigger, so please go and follow the show. Also, for those of you that might be inclined for last-minute travel, I'm going to, to Peru next month on July 9th through the 18th, and hey, Maybe you should be on that trip. You can go to DanielGutierrez.com and look that up. And if you have a guest or you want to be on my show, go to go within radio at DanielGutierrez.com. And um, I'd love to hear your ideas about folks that, um, that can be on the show. Folks, thank you so much for spending your Sunday with me. Let me be the first to say or the last, depending on where you are in the world, I love you. Until next Sunday, have a wonderful, blessed day.